Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The curious case of Joel Quenville, who right now is the head coach of the top hockey team in the NHL. But what role exactly do the Florida Panthers play in the current bad situation he finds himself in? Jeanette Javier hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Uh, are we about to have a coaching change here in South Florida with maybe the biggest surprise of the NHL season and a franchise that looks like it finally, 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 after near 20 years, has figured it out? Hope not, but it sort of feels that way. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. And to John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, the Phillips Point Towers, right off of the... Kind of cloudy, but of course, super hot and humid, intracoastal, and making her damned debut on this show, and it just feels good. Jeanette Javier, who you hear commercial-free with every, uh, Evan Cohen every day at 5 here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette, welcome to the party. Hola, happy oh, to be here. This is fantastic. So we'll have some nonsense uh, with, uh, with G here in a little bit, um, but... I unfortunately want to get into something here at the onset a little bit heavy. And we are talking hockey at the onset of the show. I'm a hockey fan. Am I hardcore? No. Am I casual? Sure. I am also someone born and raised in Chicago, a Chicago Blackhawks fan. And the last couple of days have made me feel very ashamed about that organization. I'm someone who gets excited when the Panthers, in fleeting moments, do well and show promise. They're 7-0 right now. If we were eventually going to talk about the on-ice product of the Panthers, and I was seriously considering it, given given the right circumstance, I was really, really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, one of the biggest stories in sports right now Or it would be if it wasn't in hockey and it wasn't the beginning of the hockey season and it wasn't the Florida Panthers would be the saga surrounding Joel Quenville right now, who coached last night, was behind the bench as the Panthers beat the Boston Bruins to improve to 7-0 on the season. Let me refresh your memory in case you missed it or lay out what has occurred over the last 48 hours and in reality over the last 11 years. And I'll do it in a very expedited manner. Kyle Beach. He was John Doe in an extensive 117-page report, an investigation that was released just Tuesday. Kyle Beach is a former NHL player who is now playing over in Germany. He is a former member of the Chicago Blackhawks. Back in May of 2010... He was allegedly, according to him, held against his will at the Chicago apartment of Brad Ulrich, who at that time was a video coordinator for the Blackhawks. 
They had spent some time together. Aldrich had spent a couple of years with the organization. Beach was part of a group of practice players that were helping the Blackhawks through their playoff run, and they would eventually win the Stanley Cup that season. Aldrich, after spending time with Beach on a couple of occasions, invited Beach to an apartment for dinner. After a couple of drinks, they sat down to watch hockey, where Beach claims that Aldrich turned on pornography not once but twice. The second time, leaned over and began to try and fondle Beach. Beach then punched Aldrich in the face. Aldrich then grabbed a miniature bat or a hockey stick. The details are cloudy. And threatened Beach by telling him that he wasn't going anywhere and he was going to lay down and he was going to act like, quote, he liked it. What happened from there was sexual assault. Forced oral sex. Forced touching. And Kyle Beach ran from the apartment after feeling great shame. Now, of course, Brad Aldrich has a different version of events claiming that everything was consensual. The same Brad Aldrich, who, by the way, has since been arrested for fourth-degree sexual misconduct with a teenager. Kyle Beach, just a few days after the incident, went to members of the Blackhawks organization and told them what took place, that it was an unwanted sexual advance. This eventually made its way to the top of the Blackhawks organization, including John McDonough, who was team president at the time. Throughout the course of this investigation, multiple people confirmed that John McDonough told several people within the organization that they couldn't act on it because they didn't want to disrupt team chemistry in the midst of the playoffs. There was a specific meeting on May 23rd where McDonough and Stan Bowman, the general manager, and several higher-ups in the Blackhawks front office, including head coach Joel Quinville, met to discuss how to proceed. It was there that Blackhawks general manager Stan Bowman told these investigators that Quinville said that it's not something they could handle right now. He couldn't handle it because he has to get his team through the playoffs. So this investigation came out. Two days ago, Stan Bowman, the aforementioned the Blackhawks general manager, promptly resigned after it came out. That, a confirmation that a cover-up ensued and that proper actions weren't taken. Now, Brad Aldrich eventually resigned his position as the Blackhawks video coordinator in the offseason. But Aldrich was allowed throughout the rest of the playoffs to be around the team to travel with the team. In fact, hoisting the Stanley Cup on the ice where they won it in Philadelphia. He was at the championship parade. The next season, violating the terms of his resignation, was invited to the ring ceremony at Chicago's United Center. Meanwhile, Kyle Beach watched it all. The man who was assaulted, And never once did anyone get back to him with any action that was taken in his defense. Joel Quenville, by the way, the head coach of the Blackhawks at the time, is now the head coach of the Florida Panthers. He said this summer 
that he first learned of the sexual assault allegation against Brad Aldrich this summer from the media. But that's not what the private investigation put forth. It says that Joel Quenville was in a meeting where it was brought up, and Quenville basically brushed it to the side. And now today, Joel Quenville is going to be meeting with Gary Bettman, the NHL commissioner, to determine who's telling the truth. Did Joel Quenville flat out lie? Did Joel Quenville contribute to a cover-up? Kyle Beach, meanwhile, as the Panthers were warming up yesterday for their game against Boston, he was on TSN in Canada and discussed what it felt like to see Brad Aldrich, the man who allegedly molested him and assaulted him in his apartment back in May of 2010, what it felt like to see him skating with the Stanley Cup and celebrating and still being a part of the organization after he was assaulted by Aldrich. Brad Aldrich remained with the team for weeks. What was that like, watching him on a daily basis interact with the team, seeing him at the, you know, at the parade? getting a Stanley Cup ring later that summer, having a day with the Stanley Cup? To be honest, Rick, I think the only way I can describe it is that I felt sick. I felt sick to my stomach. I reported this, and I was made aware that it made it all the way up the chain of command. Nothing happened. It was like his life was the same as it was the day before. And then when they won, to see him paraded around, lifting the cup at the parade at the team pictures, at the celebrations. It made me feel like nothing. It's pretty emotional stuff right there. Kyle Beach, whose identity had not been revealed until yesterday, revealing who he was, who John Doe was. Now, Joel Quenville met with the media yesterday, too. This is the extent of what he had to say about the investigation and what's next for Quenville. Joel, without getting into detail, do you still stand by the statement that you put out earlier this summer regarding what happened in Charter? I do, but I can't comment. I comment on it. That's it. That's the extent of it. Joel Quenville. I can't, I, I can't comment on it. Now, Joel Quenville, despite all of this swirling around, and despite the fact that he may have lied in the offseason about how much he knew about Kyle Beach, and... When he knew about Kyle Beach, he coached last night. He coached the Panthers last night. The Panthers have allowed themselves to be part of this big maelstrom now. And I'm just wondering if Joel Quenville probably should have stayed away last night. He's a distraction. This is a distraction. He clearly, potentially, covered up a sex crime. Should Joel Quenville have coached the Panthers last night in advance of meeting with the commissioner today? Should Joel Quenville have coached the Panthers last night with all of this controversy swirling around? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And furthermore, if Joel Quenville lied about what he knew and when he knew it, even though this was 11 years ago, should the Panthers fire him? Should he lose his job? 
Yes, it's hockey, but this is a story that spans well outside of hockey and into the realm of human decency. Joel Quinville, the head coach of the best team in the NHL right now, the Panthers finally on the map, and he coached last night just moments after an alleged sexual assault victim took to national television in Canada and said that, one, he, he came out and said, I'm the man who was assaulted by a Blackhawks coach when Joel Quenville was the head coach, and Joel Quenville knew about it, did nothing about it, and then lied about it this past summer. Should Joel Quenville have coached the Panthers last night, and should Joel Quenville lose his job? He should not have coached last night, and if he goes with Bettman today and says, all right, well, actually, this is what happened, because Joel Quenville told investigators that he was in the meeting, but Kyle Beach's name was never mentioned, the incident was never mentioned, but every other member of that meeting with the Blackhawks front office in 2010, there were details that they were able to tell investigators. Everyone except Joel Quenville. Should Joel Quenville lose his job, and should he have coached last night? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. We'll return after this. We'll take your calls, and we will continue to discuss Joel Quinville. Again, the Panthers are something, finally, for the first time in such a long time. And I think Joel Quinville's in a lot of trouble, and I don't think the timing matters. 11 years ago, doesn't matter. If he's been lying for that a long, a long amount of time, it's probably time to say farewell. Jeanette Javier hanging out with us on this Thursday. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.